When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Back into it at Tower 2, it's Hale Varsity, presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency, we head out to, well, Buff Land, Hall of Fame coach Gary Barnett back with us. Coach, how's your week been with uh, with Coach Prime yeah. and company, man? Well, it's as you uh, can tell, there's been a buzz in Boulder and in the entire state, and actually nationally, Chris, it's been... Um, you know, I'm just sitting in the, the at the golf shop yesterday, or and just you know, after a round, I'm looking up, and the, the only things on TV are uh, Deion Sanders, Colorado, et cetera. I mean, we haven't had this kind of buzz in a long, long time, <clears throat> and you know, it's it's there's probably a good week of it for sure, but it's um, you know, I think we knew uh, in the process that. The only guy who could really uh, shake things up at, quickly would be uh, Coach Sanders, and uh, he certainly has lived up to every piece of that. Gary Barnett with us, Coach. I've been anxious. I always love talking with you each week. This week, though, can you give us a, a look or a peek behind the curtain with this process? Uh, I, I know that You've been leaned on for advice and some confidence uh, with Colorado football administrators, people who know football, uh, rightfully so, trust your take on things. And kind of go from starting point to, to finish line with Dion as much as you can share. Um, well, you know, I think um... – the, when the process started, uh, there were probably 30, 40 names out there that that uh, the guys on the committee, um, of which there were three, uh, brought to the table, and then they started to be discussed. And in that <clears throat> in that discussion, uh, Rick George, the athletic director, said, "By the way, I I got a uh, call from Deion Sanders's agent." And my take was, Rick, uh, there's going to be a lot of people get calls from Dion's agent. So, <laughs> but uh, you know, let's let's just see what happens with this thing. So the next week, after some of the names have been sorted out and uh, moved along and started the process, Rick says, uh, "I think I'm going to go see Dion Sanders," and. Um, you know, we just sort of thought, okay. Uh, but at the same time, Coach Rule was involved. 
and and I think uh, Rick also wanted to talk to Matt Rule, and and then we had a number of other people in the process, and so all of a sudden now it's it's the uh, middle of November, and uh, uh, guess what? We're Rick says I I think we got a chance to get this guy, and so. I think everybody on the committee agreed that he would be the number one pick, but we certainly had to have a number two because figured they figured the competition was going to be pretty heavy and anything could happen. And the last week when all the firings come up, you know, things you can't predict, all of a sudden there's jobs available, you know, that might appeal to him. But also it means that there's guys available that, that may appeal to us. So Mm -hmm. the process just sort of kept going. And then, uh, you know, he's got a championship game to play and gives us indications that he's, he's going to come to Colorado. And, and uh, Rick says, well, I can't wait another eight days. My fan base will kill me. Mm-hmm. And, and Rick called me and, I, and he says, what, what should I do? And I said, you know, I got a job offered just prior to the Rose Bowl. And they told me, and it was a really, really big job. And I said, they wanted me to make a decision before the Rose Bowl, and I said, you know, even if I if I do want to come, I can't do. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. There's no way I'm walking out on this football team after what we've all been through. So you just have to find somebody else. And I said, I, you know, I understand what he's saying to you here. And so, you know, we've gone this far. Let's go another week. So we did. Plays the game, and then of course everything started to come out. And it wasn't any big surprise that that he came after the game because during that week, all sorts of things started happening. Many of which I didn't know anything about, but he was calling he was calling recruits. He was preparing to really come, and he he showed up, and off we go. And we're on the ride of our lives right now. Kerry <laughs> Barnett with us, Hale Varsity Radio. The process of Coach Prime. Do you have you spoken with Dion? Did you have any communication with him? Has he reached out to you at all? Do you know him at all? I do not know him. We have not uh, talked. Uh, I am going to meet with him in the end of December for a while, and uh, but no, you know he he's got his own deal going. I mean, he's got a machine, Chris. I mean, they are way ahead of everybody on NIL and the portal. Uh, and social media, and I mean, it's it's a well-oiled machine. He's a smart dude. He surrounds himself with really smart people. So no, it's it's up and running. And you know, I'm, I'm I was maybe going to hang it up and not broadcast this year, but I can't pass this up. <laughs> you know, shoot, as long as I can put a sentence together, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it again. So. Uh, that you know, he's he's got his thing going, and as he says, when he walked into that press conference, he says, "You smell that? So that's not cologne. That's confidence." So. <laughs> <laughs> he is gifted with with gab, but the, oh my gosh, the thing that's nice about him is he might he might have uh, all sorts of swag, but he is rooted in old school, coach. I mean, he's a throwback. Football coach, isn't he? I mean, at least how he runs things. Yep, 
He is, Chris. He, as he says, I'm, I may look like an old fool, but I'm old school. So, yeah, I mean, in his first meeting, he says, next time we meet, there'll be no hoodies, no earrings, no cell phones. You're going to sit up in your chair, no hats. And uh, that's the way it's going to be. And so um, if you really want to see what he's about, go watch his meeting with the Jacksonville, Jackson State team after the game when he tells them he's leaving. Mm-hmm. That, that is one of the most masterful, beautiful moments. Uh, you know, when you have to leave a team, it's so hard. I just wish I could have done a third mm. as well as he did when I did, and I had to do that. But that, that'll that show you what this team feels about him and how he feels about them. Gary Barnett with us, Hale Varsity Radio. The other name you mentioned in the buff search was Matt Rule. Was he pretty high on the list? And, and how many how many different suitors do you think were after uh, after Rule? Or do you do you have any clue? I don't have any clue. I, you know, we didn't worry about everybody else, but uh, we we uh, we were very interested in Matt. And um, you know, I, I think his interest wasn't as high as ours, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, you know. Our discussions were that he, he thought he was going to sit out a year. So um, and that's where it got left. Well, it, and it really sounds like he was going to, and then it it flipped 180. I mean, he really missed football. I think he'd had enough of not doing anything, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and wanted to get yeah. back at it, and good job by Trev. So there's been blowback. This week, because this is one big soap opera still, and I love Nebraska. But uh, Donovan Riola, Donnie, uh, the old uh, Wisconsin center, and who was brought in last year to be uh, the off- the new offensive line coach, is the only member of the former staff that's been retra- retained. There's a lot of blowback with that. But, Coach, I'm interested with, uh, w- with your take here on, on Riola. I think it's tough to judge or or blame per se Nebraska's offensive line play on 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 Donnie on coach Riola I know it's his job but there's a lot of different circumstances going on I don't know that he and Whipple were a great fit and you had injuries so these aren't excuses I think this is a reality and and Matt Rule likes to to hire young guys and help mold people uh were you a coach like that? What's your What's your reaction? What's your take with what Coach Rule can do in uh, in, in lockstep with Riola to make that offensive line better for Nebraska? Well, I think the the relationship between quarterback coach or OC offensive coordinator and line coach is the most critical relationship <clears throat> on the team. And um, I know when Sean Watson and Dave Borberly were working together. It was like magic, man. I mean, they were just so in lockstep. And both were really good coaches. Both were detailed coaches. Um, uh, Borbs was a real technician. Players loved him. Um, and so, and then they teamed up again at Louisville. And when they were at Louisville, they were, they were killing it. And um, so I know that relationship is really critical. And, um, so uh, Matt, Matt has, Matt, I'm sure has a feel for that. Mm-hmm. And so whether there was a problem between coach Whipple and, and Dominic, I'm, I'm not sure. I have no idea, but, 
but I, I do know that that, that relationship is critical. And I, as I hired line coaches, I really wanted to listen carefully to what my offensive coordinator said because all my, all my staff was always in on the hiring. So, and they all went out and played basketball at noon without me and they met with him without me. And, um, I, I just wanted, I didn't want any surprises for the new guy and I wanted their input on the whole thing. So, that's pretty much the way I operated. I, I didn't care how old they were. I didn't care about mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. I just wanted to know if they could pick up blitzes and if, if they could relate to players and if they were technicians and knew what they were doing. And, and the relationship with the offensive coordinator became really important. Gary Barnett's with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, uh, the coaching carousel continues. Uh, Jim Leonard sounded like he was going to stick and stay with uh, with Wisconsin, he is now on the market. Do you think if you're Purdue, I know it's a 180 from Brom, if you're Purdue, do you try and go get uh, Coach Leonard or do you do you look elsewhere here? What's, what, what's your uh, take on Leonard and where he may land next? You know, all this stuff is so unpredictable and it comes down to relationships and who you know and, and not so much who you know as to whether you get the job or not, but mm-hmm. who you know whether you're interested in the job or not. So, um, and I'm sure the other comes into play too, but, um, yeah, I, I, you know, everybody's got a a better feel for coach Leonard than I do. I just see him from afar, watched him play in the NFL and have watched his defenses and I've been impressed with him. And so I'm not sure what's out there and what's the best place for Jim, but if he's, if he wants to be a head, head coach, there certainly is the Purdue thing. Um, you know, and then Purdue's got to decide whether they're going to go with somebody who's already been a head coach. And of course, Jim's experience here, and as an interim, is critical. I mean, that's really good experience, just just like Coach Joseph's was. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Jim's certainly got a good reputation in the Big Ten, and it would make sense. But you know, I'm, you know, you know, I didn't want anybody telling us who we should hire, and I'm certainly not going to put myself in that <laughs> position for somebody else. <laughs> I get it. Everyone's got a take, right? So, Brom to Louisville. Uh, what, what do you think of that? Uh, well, I, I was watching uh, uh, the Purdue-Michigan uh, mm-hmm. game, and I heard, you know, um, I don't know whether Gus was throwing a little jab at Dion or not, but uh, they were they were talking about Brom and how how how. Uh, 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 he was by staying at home out, you know, staying at Purdue and not going to Louisville last time. And, you know, he's loyal. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, not so fast. <laughs> he, he up and changes. So, um, uh, you know, he's going home. I understand it. I get that. You know, the, the only place I was going to leave Northwestern for was Colorado. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, because that was home. So I get it totally. I gotta ask you, how much red is going to be in the stands on September 9th? I don't think they're letting anybody in. To tell you the truth, they're they're going to screen you uh, first of all, and uh, <laughs> no, I, everybody is looking forward to that game. Everybody and two new coaches. I mean, how about the hype on that? Oh, they're already trying to get game day there, and who knows? I mean, we're opening up with TCU at, down oh, there, wow. so uh, yeah. So we've got a heck of a schedule already. Man, so I've been pulling along. This this trip has grown. We're going to be out in Boulder again. We were out there in 2019 and was out there with family and did just 
a lot of fun shows, right? We were we were away from from Folsom, but I may uh, uh, tap into you as far as a closer uh, water and hold to to set up with. But we're gonna rent a Sherman tank. Mike Babcock's driving it. Uh, just so none of our vehicles get damaged, Coach. And we're Jay Moore's coming with us. All right, he's our muscle. And then uh, oh yeah, you got some muscle there. <laughs> uh, and then uh, and then uh, Matt Schick, Buff Grad, proud ESPN man, is is going to jump on board with us. And then I told everybody we're we're coming to your house for ribs. Uh, that sound like it <laughs> sound like a good plan. Yeah, well, let, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> He's not taking my calls, folks. Uh, I'm kidding. Hey, it, I can't wait for it. It'll be good. Coach, we'll uh, talk again. Thanks for the time today. All right, Chris. Great being with you. Good stuff from Coach Barnett. We'll get a little bit more time with him on, on Coach White next week. Buckle up. The Pirate. Mike Leach next on Hale Varsity.